Tyler. Hi, hey Mike. Hi, Anderson. Hi, listeners. It's a chilly night sitting in our car recording the podcast as we do every week. I hope the truck shows up. Look at that hey, look. guy is still here. It's the same guy. That's the oh same God, guy. Oh, my God. The guy from the liquor store is looking at us funny again. No, he's not looking <laughs> at us at all. Hey, there, there was some action in that parking lot last night. Like, I can't say that it was a film crew, but there were some big trucks parked way back there. And they were uh, doing stuff. Doing well, what, what kind, kind of stuff? stuff? I don't know, man. I should have gone back by to see if they if they gave that guy the boot. I wanted to see how easily he would leave if somebody was actually TCB lightning bolting in the corner of that parking lot. Yeah, you should have gone back to see if show business was giving that guy the business. Yeah. Hmm. There's Thanks. no business like show business. Hey, Mike, uh, could you complete the, the trio here and go in your carport? You know what? No, I can't. Okay. I guess I could. Nah. I no, probably don't. have Wi-Fi don't do down that. there. What Tyler is suggesting is Mike goes down to his car, his garage, essentially, because uh, we're both in our garage, garages. Uh, because I forgot wanna... that Tyler is a homeowner, and I just assumed he was in his basement right there. <laughs> yeah, because where did nope. you do it last time we did this? You weren't uh, at your new house, were you? Oh, yeah, you were. No, I, I was in my bedroom, but Zach's going to bed, and I have a one-inch house, and if I get boisterous at all, he'll wake up. That's really and you're small. trying to kill yourself with exhaust from your electric car? <laughs> That's sad. Have, you know someone have, probably tried that. I have four cars right now, and none of them are in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> How do you have four cars? Four. What the hell? Uh, what so the what hell? I do is I get behind two of them, like like a... A Ben Hur situation, and then Lauren gets behind too, and that's how we that's how we ride around. No, you ride through with your feet through the uh, through the sunroofs on both of them, like they're jet skis. Like no, no like they're like they're like, like you're... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. One foot through the sunroof of each car, and then the yeah. other two cars are my horses pulling me. Uh, yeah. There's no way you're not going to need to go to the body shop after that. Just no way. That's what I call the gym. What would be the craziest thing to do right now? Like, I don't mean in traffic. That's life endangering. But go out to, like, a flat spotted desert and just put put on the uh, cruise control and sit on the roof of your car, steering through the sunroof with your legs. That would be pretty fun. Sounds scary. Also, I think we yeah. lost Anderson. I think so, too. <laughs> I think so, too. He looks like a completely different person. I don't like the person he looks like. I don't For either. The- for those not on the... He looks like Viggo Mortensen. For those not on the video call, Anderson looks like a uh, disheveled Baldwin brother sending a message from, like, Mars in, like, a 1987 movie. Now he's exhaling deeply. Yeah, hey guys, I got to tell you something. I lost Mike there. The internet connection is just so wonks. Wonks. Anderson and I were driving through downtown Los Angeles today, and he True. was telling me about... A docu-series on Netflix about the Cecil Hotel. Watched it. So I watched a couple of episodes, and first of all, the manager of that hotel, scariest person in the entire documentary. She is... I'm glad you got that vibe, Mike. I totally got the heebie-jeebies from her. She was very like... I didn't do anything. What? The 80 people have died since I took over here. Perfectly normal. But... The uh, you guys are just being uh, uh, chauvinistic. The documentary is not great because 
I looked up some actual facts, and there's no proof that Richard Ramirez ever stayed there. It was one employee's account that one time oh, he really? stayed there. Yeah, there's no proof. They kind of like nah. twisted it a little bit. But I will say the feeling that I had after watching two episodes was, and I'm not kidding you, but it was, this is not doing it for me. I need to kill. I need to go to that <laughs> hotel and just cut right to the chase and kill. I need to kill. <laughs> and I need to kill now. And I'm not kidding you. It was, I need to check into that motel or hotel, and I need to kill. I really would not like to stay in that hotel. No, no, even I, though I was thinking we could do uh, a bonus episode nope, from there. Nope, I have no interest no, in that. <laughs> we have to. I think we absolutely have to. Nope. My favorite was the... Uh, I'll go once that pool at the top is open and the hipster bar is open. <laughs> I like the guy that's like the expert on skid row when he was talking about the hotel in the 80s yeah and he was like yeah i was saying above, that that guy i want you I don't want go above the fifth floor up. ever and he goes you get killed and they just kept on showing this photographs of the mattresses covered in blood i'm like what kind of hellish town did <laughs> we like, live like, yeah a guy was thrown out of the window like every day that's how you yeah. knew it was like seven o'clock yeah well the, the the thing that bothered me the most was how how bad people's travel plans are when they're like and we thought we'd just come to Los Angeles. And we, we went really on to a website. The and scene they, for everyone. No one knows just, what we're talking about. But let me make it clear. If you're traveling to the United States and you want to come to Los Angeles, don't even go anywhere near downtown for any reason whatsoever. Unless you're on a tour group that's going to Olivo, Olivo Street or something like that. Olvera Street? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but downtown is hideous well, and horrible. There are parts now of downtown that are fun, and there's some very nice hotels down there now, like the JW Marriott, which okay, is next to the Staples but, Center. But if you're but, going into town from Europe, and they put you at a place called the Cecil in downtown Los Angeles on Skid Row, if you're getting no, a deal, no, no. it's bad, especially if you're downtown. Yeah, but what yeah, if I'll, they're after disaster listeners and they want to re a step, uh, retrace our uh, steps from downtown debacle? I mean, it's kind of the perfect spot to stay. No, nobody wants to do that. Yeah. It's amazing King we didn't end up. King Eddie's at the is the uh, spot that we went to. Sorry, Tyler. I don't even know what our steps were. King Eddie's was one of them. them. Is that place That's still the, there? I believe so. Thriving. It's a uh, bar on Skid Row. The only part of that that night that was like a good spot was that first place that we had a drink in, where we had that big table in the back. The hotel. That was the Cecil Hotel. No, it wasn't. The one Cecil across the street nice from the lobby. Uh, the one, the one across the street, the Mexican restaurant. From Staples. For people who don't know yes. what we're talking about, yes. there's a documentary on Netflix right now about this hotel in the Skid Row area of Los Angeles where lots of people have died and mysterious things have happened. Uh... <laughs> Crime scene: colon the vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. And it's about that Asian lady from Vancouver that went missing. Why should she be Asian? Because she was Asian, oh, and uh, she missing and some of the some of the coincidences are crazy yeah uh and then she was found in the I, well i won't i won't spoil where she was found yeah if you want that spoiled let's not uh, film bolt i just heard some audio drop all right so that's the show i would love to stay at the cecil if uh if, if we had balls i don't think <laughs> i could stay there but i would go there to record i would go in there set up the equipment in a room record i would make sure that i'm not the last one out and we all would have to go downstairs and settle together. 
Those little rooms bum me out big time. Oh, it's so creepy. It's so much like that scene in Big when he stays in the city in that terrible hotel. Yeah. And where he cries himself to sleep. Oh, God, it's so emotional. Wait, I don't like the idea that they just kind of made shit up about Ramirez staying there, where they had, like, specific details of which room was his, how much he was paying. Well, the night. underwear story, he would change his clothes in the park. He would take off his clothes in the parking lot and walk through the hotel. Yeah, that, that and then also, like, you know, he's paying $14 a night. They said which floor that he was staying on. Uh, they had details. Yeah. It wasn't well, just, I, like, what I found, some guy saw I, him once. Yeah, I found a story on the Internet, and they said the actual fact come, comes from one of the employees who claimed that he saw him once and he was listening to loud rock and roll music. <laughs> Which I question, by the way, because that would mean you'd have to bring your own music player oh, to a 80s. shitty motel. And who does that? It's the 80s. Everyone has a boombox. Yeah. The decade was lousy with them. Hey, hey, hey. We should bring, we should bring no. lousy back. Why? Know. That and Toot Sweet? I don't care about Toot Sweet, but I would like no, lousy back. Right. Would you, you mean lousy? Lousy as in just the like word lousy? Lots. I don't like the way you say lousy at all. Lousy. Lousy. <laughs> lousy. Lousy. You know what we had fun doing on the other night? It's lousy. So my wife, she's Jillian. She goes on Jags. Like she goes hot and cold. And it's shocking. Mm-hmm. It's shocking that I'm the only thing in her life other than Atticus, but he's only been around for four years. I'm the only thing that, I guess she has gone cold on me, but she hasn't just like cast me aside. Yeah, she's gone cold, but like she's really into things, and then she just doesn't give a shit about them, like overnight. Like what? Like, like uh, a lot of time it's food or TV shows or like you know like Snickers bars, like frozen Snickers. That that's her thing, and then she'll eat like you know a box a week, and then she just won't want them anymore. I'll be like, oh, I got you a couple of boxes of Snickers bars. She's like, yeah, I don't really like them anymore. I'm like what? That's, mm-hmm. that, but I'm not even surprised by it anymore. She'll go she's on a ever, ever evolving. Where she only wants to watch certain shows, and then she just won't want to watch those shows anymore. And like, yeah, she's she's always evolving and changing. Uh, her thing right now is uh, Price is Right and Wheel of Fortune, right? And she wants to watch that uh, when they're on during the day. Sometimes, you know, in between when, while she's working because she works from home, and when she has breaks, she likes to watch it. And she also wants to watch it uh, if she has it banked and she didn't have a chance to watch it because of work. She wants to watch it at nighttime. And I feel like a, an oxygenarian. Watching uh, Oxen and Jerry, watching uh, Price is Right at nine o'clock at night. It's not good. Is there any way you can get the Bob Barker Price is Right? So, what I did was we started watching. I said, Look, honey, I'm not old enough to watch The Price is Right right now, right? We have a free night. Atticus is asleep. We have a couple hours before going to sleep. I don't want to watch The Price is Right. You should point to your penis and go, Come on down. Not bad. So, I said, How about we watch this? I said, Did you remember watching. Uh, Wheel of Fortune when, when they would actually have to spend the money right there on the spot in the showroom and she goes no what and I said oh yes there's alcohol like that that was a whole era where they'd have a horrible showroom and it would be awful awful like I think Corolla's joke was it was always like a brass bed was available to buy and they had like <laughs> workout equipment that was awful uh, like, like hideous dresses so I I just found some old episodes on YouTube which we watched and then it made me feel even older because we were like watching like 80s uh wheel of fortunes on youtube but have you do you guys know what i'm talking about tyler have you seen that era of wheel of fortune no no sir no it's pre it's pre vanna white it's this other lady who's very very 80s and like it'll be like all right you won that uh you solved the puzzle and you have uh 
$900 to spend. And then, and the camera work is just awful. The camera's just, instead of just a nice wide shot of all the things that they have to choose from, and they all have price tags on them, like just leaning up against it, it'll be like $200 for these I'll take hideous. The sailboard, just... something I never thought about doing in my life. And they have to do math. Every episode of Price is Right. Yeah, they'll take the sail. I'll take the sail bo- uh, board for a three fifty pat. All right, you have seven hundred left, uh, and then I'll take. By the, the way, uh, I saw. I honestly saw a sailboard on Prices Right at least twice, and I was like, no one in their life has ever thought about buying one of those. Why is it on the show as an option? But this is back is in that the eighties. Stand up. Yeah, it's a surfboard with the sail on it and the bar. You the know, crossbar. The open of uh, Miami Vice. Uh, the original show. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And and it had that Jan Hammer. And that was one of the like, the little shots that they did. It was a, a, yep. a really attractive girl. She looked attractive from far away, and she was on one of those yep. uh, like sail, like wind sail uh, boards. Yep. And wind she like dips, she dips her hair in the water. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's so sweet. Yeah, yeah. It was probably stock footage too, which is funny. Probably was. You're right. Or maybe they just went out there with a crew for like a week and shot. It just feels like they would have already had that shot. It's sweet. It's a, it, It's it, also I, fun thinking that all those shots back in the day were shot with a helicopter. Yeah, it's so funny because you used to be like, wow, that's a really cool helicopter shot. And now it's like, who cares? Another fucking drone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that and like kite surfing. Grew up and you could and you could see the, the shadow of the helicopter in the shots. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like with uh, yeah. it's The Shining, it, it will always... Yeah. Uh, confound me i i don't understand how kubrick would allow Wait, the helicopter which scene can you see the helicopter the opening the opening where they're going up the mountain oh, and okay and they're going up okay i had no idea you could see the helicopter in that scene you could see the shadow of a helicopter and you're like why would the, kubrick allow the, that i get the heebie-jeebies just hearing you do that shitty version of that song of a movie i've seen multiple mm. times um Ugh. i i'm going to kite surf one day too like that's that's a lie that I continue to tell myself. You guys ever do that? You ever lie to yourself about kite surfing? Yeah, all all the time. I'm gonna eat healthy tomorrow. Oh no, not about, not about kite surfing, but about doing I, the, a lot the of main it. reason why I haven't tried kite surfing yet is because uh, I have no idea how much it costs. I have no <laughs> idea where I would go yep. to to eighty do that. bucks, four hundred bucks. I have no idea either. I have an irrational fear that um the kite would just take me off, and and I think that because I fuck you up on things all the time. And I'll like tell you when I first. Else. Tried stand up paddle paddleboarding, like the very first thing that happened was I fell into the water. Like the very within ten seconds of the guy like yeah. putting me on the top of the paddleboard, I just fell in the water. I, I feel like if I did uh the, the kite surfing, I would the very first thing is like I would just do it the wrong way and the, I would just sail off into the atmosphere. Yep. Yep. That happened. And it seems fun going thirty or forty feet up in the air, but if once you're past like the eighty foot mark, now it's become deadly to the fall back to the water all, all i want to do right now is end this and start searching kite surfing accident it looks <laughs> so much too. fun though can you imagine being able to it do doesn't that? look fun because it does. you know what looks fun no, it combines surfing you, and flying a kite both very water fun things skiing, to do. water skiing looks fun but when you get out there you don't realize how much wear and tear it is on your arms and your elbows like literally holding all of your weight because you don't the, do it enough mike no, true, but kite surfing's the same thing. You're not just hanging on for a fun ride. You're literally holding back the wind 100%, and that's propelling you forward. You need those biceps to be working like full throttle. It's more than that. I think it's I think it's bad on your elbows, probably. Mm. I don't know why you're all like... You're Mr. Elbows right now. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I can see kite surfing if you have like a belt that went around to the thing. Mike... 
Why are you such a fun. square? You're such a square, dude. You, you know what? You, I think I need to invent something. I am definitely going to wear a helmet. Mm. You have Hi, to wear sharks. a helmet. <laughs> and when you're kite surfing? Yeah. How do you I, do that cool I, move I, in the water like in Miami Vice? You can't. I'm the helmet. proprietor and inventor of surf belt. <laughs> <laughs> no, but am I wrong? If you had a belt that was taking off no, most you have a of leash the pressure your off ankle. your arms, that would be, mm, that would be, that would be fun. Like a chest harness? Water maybe? skiing would be 10 times more fun if there was like some kind of harness These around go like your waist going free? to the boat. Mm. Yeah. You could do things with your hands, like do this kind of thing like little kids do out the window with the air. You could flip people like off. The, you got the brain. I've got the brawn. Let's make lots of money. You guys seen that commercial yet? No. Ah, so good. I have not. We are missing. You guys are missing out. Okay, what? Okay, we did podcast kite surfing podcast. Is that possible? How about hang gliding? Yeah, Jillian and I um, on our way back from uh, Central California one trip uh, got obsessed with hang gliding for about thirty minutes, and she was just looking up all the facts about it. You're considered a pilot when you're up there. It seems terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it seems sweet. It seems really fucking sweet. It does seem sweet. Well, Anderson, are you talking about that area halfway between here and the Madonna Inn? Yeah, where exactly. That's where we saw it. jump off the cliff, and then they cruise yeah. and they come back? Yeah. Did you pull over and watch them? No, we just saw it's them like above the car. And a lot of times- Oh, I, like, I, pulled a, I shot video for like a half an hour of them. And during the, like they, they have to time the wind perfectly to lift them up. They have to kind of run towards the edge of the cliff- cliff and then if the wind doesn't come the guy will just nosedive it into the ground and wait for another wind cycle to come through but once you're up you can cruise for a half an hour and then land half where hour. you took off from no they they stay up there for five six hours at a time sometimes but i'm just saying the the guys i watched went out cruised down by the ocean by the ocean rose back up and landed back on the cliff where they took off from did like you just you need... say a hang glider will stay in the air for five hours at a time mm-hmm. these that ones not be true these ones will it's true yeah, they stay up. These aren't really hang gliders. These are more like parachutes that no, you just you cruise on. No, these are hang gliders that we saw. Jillian looked it all up. Like you have to like, get like your aviation pilot license type. It's not quite to that level, but it's close. Like yeah, I mean some kind of pilot license. Like, oh my god, a whole deep dive. The world record for a single distance, like a, a straight shot <laughs> on a hang glider. Ten feet. What do you guys think? World world record. Ten feet. Set in two thousand twelve. Don't don't forget the winds of 2012. So, <laughs> wait, how I'm far they went? Tw- Twenty one miles. How far he went in a single go? Uh, 290 miles. Mike, what was your guess? 21 miles. 475 <laughs> miles. Where was that? <laughs> That's a cheap flight too. That's, that is from L.A. to San Diego and back. <sighs> Where, I want to be the sustainable guy. I want to be uh, my message uh, to the to the world is I'm a sustainable air uh, a travel, and everyone should be a hang glider. Everyone. Okay, would you like world record for <laughs> the <laughs> highest highest height from which someone took off on a hang glider? Ten thousand feet. I have no idea. Well, you got to say a number. Uh, I, I'm going to go 6,000 6, feet. You should have said 10,001. <laughs> what, a, 
What if I told you this person uh, took off from a balloon launched? Uh, it was a balloon launched hang glider. Thirty eight thousand feet. Yeah, that's higher than mountains. That is no oxygen, though, right? In Jordan in 1994. Talk about Air <laughs> Jordan. Am I right, guys? Yeah, I'll say. Uh, Come on now. Well, you guys mm. have seen that world record skydiving guy, right? That has to wear a spacesuit. Yeah. Yes. He yes. did the balloon. He took off the balloon. That was terrifying. Airball? That was terrifying. What? But oh Anderson, God. the the uh, um the things Red I Bull. saw Jesus up Christ, there. Jesus Christ, Airball. Yeah. Brain yeah. just broke. <laughs> <laughs> the things I saw looked like a parachute where they would lay it down in front of them and then the wind would pick it up and then they'd run towards the cliff. They weren't it's the same area, like metal. but I didn't I didn't see the parachute. Like, it sounds like they're parasailing without the boat. The guy who set the record for the highest, uh, the 38,000 <laughs> departure, he also holds the, the record for most gain of height. Would you like to guess how much height he gained on a paraglider? <laughs> Is, it, does it say that he had the record for having a cool record and not getting any pussy because of the record <laughs> it doesn't say that 13,000 <laughs> feet 13,000 feet of of ascension that is insane how that almost seems like it's it's a going against the laws of physics yeah i think this i think they're just they're like who's gonna check yeah it? i was about to say that it sounds like that uh guinness okay what about the what about the hang glider that has the big fan on the back? What are those well, things called? Just, those are, uh, what are those called? Called the Wright Brothers Failures? But some people have turned the Wright Brothers Failures Wright Brothers into their failures. own successes. This guy says the fastest thermal he's ever been in, those pockets of hot air that like helps them rise up, carried him between 1,500 to 1,600 feet in a single minute. <laughs> I do not like that at all because it, I imagine the oxygen level just drops, just plummets, right? I I don't know. Do they wear, like, scuba gear? I don't know, but what's – okay, hang glider, your, your legs are dangling, right? But they're in, uh, like, leather strap. They're, they're on, like, a tarp. Well, some of them are, like – yeah, it yes. almost looks like Unless a sleeping bag. Any. Yeah, that thing scares the shit out of me, but is that scarier than the ones that have the propeller where you're actually sitting? Oh my god, I owe you an apology, Anderson. The guy who set the record, or some guy who's trying to break that record, estimated his flight may take 11 hours. <laughs> what the fuck? 11 hours on a hang 11 hours on I think they routinely, routinely stay up there for like 5-6 hours. Like That's a good flight Like they, when they go out on a Sunday. He says he plans to drink water from a tube and eat a few snacks, and if he has to go to the bathroom, he can unzip midair. <laughs> if he has to go to the bathroom, I'd go to the bathroom ten minutes in. I don't like this. Well, since we're talking about it, I might as well bring up my hero. Unfortunately, I cannot remember his name. The guy from the seventies that did the weather balloons Evil over Knievel. LAX. What's his name? Evil Knievel. No, the guy, the crazy guy. The that guy had, with the BB gun and the weather balloons. Yeah, and, and the, the lawn chair. chair. He had the yeah. lawn chair. And guess what? That that conversation between him and his girlfriend and his friend on the ground was recorded off of a CB transmission that they had so they could talk to each other. Hmm. It's pretty fascinating. 
even my favorite part about the story is that he was inspired to do it because of the balloons at Disneyland. But even better was when the police were called to find out what the hell he was doing in his yard. He just like talked his way out of it and then launched a few minutes later. <laughs> like, yeah, isn't that nuts? They, what are they going to do? One of you, by the way, needs to turn on your uh, headphones because there's a little bit of a echo bleeding through. My headphones. Sorry. Also, um, are not I have through. received so many tweets and emails about um, telling us to look up circular looms for our big T-shirt discovery, <laughs> and I still have not watched a single video, which is weird because we were so confounded. Yeah. And yeah. distraught, and then people who just gave me the information of how it works, and I have refused to insert that into my brain. I still, it still blows my mind thinking that we've invented something that can make a tube. I feel like lumping us in with we is, uh, yeah, I know, I know. Well, hey, guess what? How is how do you make straws? Just, you, still, you just make a long hole. Yeah, but they don't take a big piece of plastic and hollow it out. Or do they? Uh, no. I have no idea. I have no idea how they make <laughs> straws. Do straws have a seam? We don't know how anything is made. Breaking news, everyone, that just came across the wire while Anderson was getting his internet reset. After disaster voted number one. As well as <laughs> Fry's Electronics. Out of business tonight at midnight over Dunsky's. Huh. When I, when I was in there last, which was two days ago, it was a ghost town, and it seemed kind of sad in there. Yeah. Um, why wouldn't they have a big, like, send-off and do a bunch of sales and get a bunch of nerds in there to buy stuff? It's weird. What are they going to do with their inventory? They What are they going to do with all the props? Because that Fries in Burbank has 20-foot-long ants. <laughs> The and they have aliens sitting on all the girders. And they have a national chain. At least. I, I just know that there's there. one in Damn Vegas. It. I just kind of fell in love with it. Like two days ago, we were in there. And I'm like, I need to come here instead of Target. Because they have like a really good kids section. And ours is uh, Alice in Wonderland. Really? And he was tripping out on all this uh, all this stuff. Yeah. So this for is people sad. Who... This is really sad. But you've been to the Burbank fries, right? No. Oh, I think Anderson. It's got a full, whatever full size would be, but a life-size UFO crashed into the front of the building. Well, I and saw, we go I've inside. seen the front of it. Yeah, but inside there is a UFO that's probably 100 yards wide in the back, like on the ceiling. It's the, like a football the one field, in city, no joke. The one in City of Industry was like a Caesar's Palace. It was like Roman statues and Grecian stuff everywhere, marble and stuff. Yeah. It's very depressing. And I, th- I think there was one that was dinosaurs, and that might be Vegas, but I'm Damn. not sure. So what you're saying is that I should not uh, buy a bunch of Fry's stock not, right now. You should not. I'm, I'm doing it. I, as we speak, I'm buying Fry's stock. <laughs> you're moving your my, Yeti profits? It can go very, nowhere but up. My dad was very uh, mean to my one sister. And uh, he would always talk about the like the dumbest things she could do. He, he, he would always say, like, what would Ashley do right now? And that's like something he would he would say. She would <laughs> load up on Fry's. A charming man. She shouldn't be using it. <laughs> yeah, he, he really was. Uh, Ashley's the one that um, he, she went to. We, we went as a family, I think, to, to visit my dad at his workplace, and uh, he had a picture. It was a family picture of all the kids, like, a portrait, you know, a, a professional picture that he you had. Guys are all wearing denim shirts or something. Picture of the four of us. 
the two sisters were wearing, I remember stripes, something that that matched, and Brett and I were watch, wearing like collared shirts. And uh, Ashley walks in and she goes, "Oh, Dad, wasn't I in that picture?" And he goes, "Oh, oh yeah, hey, you were." And she looks, and he had folded oh her my out God. of the picture. <laughs> he had folded her so that like the picture would it's stand like, so up on its own. That is it's scarier so, than the Cecil that's Hotel. Awful. Like that's how not funny. I know, I that know. is not funny. I that can't is horrible. Imagine doing that. <laughs> what the fuck? Why? You guys are in for a treat. Uh, the Phoenix Fries. I'm just going to throw a couple at you, and then I got a couple of questions. Oh. Aztec oh, Temple is the theme nice. there. Anaheim, I already knew this one. Space and Space mm. Shuttle. Oh, wait, what? Are, mm. uh, it's going to make what, the dumbest joke ever. What if the Aztec calendar actually was the, the last day that Fries was open? <laughs> They, they, what they, do you think is the theme terrible. of the Tempe fries? Uh, based on your chuckling, I'm going to say Meth. bowling. Wow. So close. Oh, it's golf. Oh. Um, <laughs> Bur- Burbank is 1950s science fiction. The Campbell, California is a- ancient Egypt. The city of industry is industrial revolution steampunk. Oh, What? Really? Yeah. That's Fountain recent. Valley, Ruins oh, of Fountain Ancient Valley. Rome. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been to that one. Okay, how about this? Fremont, Wait, California. Gold Rush. The entire store is based on the 1893 oh. World's Fair. Remember Manhattan, the Tower? Manhattan Beach fries. Tahiti. <laughs> Oxnard fries. Agricultural uh, history. That's a, that's, that one sucks. Yeah. Yeah, but here comes some good ones. Palo Alto fries, the oh. Wild West, mm-hmm. Roseville railroads, Sacramento the Rail Gold roads. Rush, the San Diego fries, which I've been to as well, is an aircraft carrier. San Jose Mayan Temple, San Marcos Atlantis, <laughs> Sunnyvale hist- history this, of Silicon how Valley. How did this start? We should do academic disasters. How for did this each start? One, by the way, and yeah. also. How am I supposed to think? I don't know, but Woodland Hills is Alice in Wonderland. How am I supposed Wonderland. to think I'm getting a good deal on my computer when I'm buying it from a place that clearly spent a bunch of coin on on turning the building <laughs> know, into an exactly. aircraft carrier? Exactly. Okay, here's the biggest dud in the entire list. First of all, I didn't realize there were so many friggin' fries. But uh, Austin Fries live music. Dallas Fries is a cattle ranch. What do you mean is? But the a Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Fries. Guess what the decor is? Yeah, casino. Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Wow, a lot of fries. Their themes are regional history. That's why Tahiti is at Manhattan that? Beach. You know what? I don't know how many there were, but judging by this list, <laughs> right I'd there. say there were around. 15, 20? 20 to third, 20 to Does, 25, th- yeah. What that about fries? Shame. That's a real shame. Every time we pass it, Atticus goes, ah, fries, daddy. It's like one of those, another landmark that he recognizes. You know what else yeah. he recognizes, Mike? The fucking Halloween store. The year-round <laughs> Halloween store. Which, We've passed that thing which, three times. Which, I feel like all the these fries week. locations will now become the world's biggest seasonal halloween Halloween locations year round i think the question though is what's going to happen to all that stuff in there because that fries in burbank has so many props that i don't even know how you would move them they've got that it came from outer space prop of the alien holding the woman that's all silver that thing is at least 15 they should detonate all of them and sell tickets 
and detonate all of them you know at the exact same idea. time. <laughs> with yeah. all the stuff, with, with the, the, all the consoles and uh, weird connectors to, to Doesn't it feel computers like... that only computer guys know about. Am I wrong to assume that my gut feeling learning that Fry's is going out of business and they close at midnight tonight, that there's something shady going on, like they're leaving a lot of debt or something? It doesn't feel like a regular going out of business, right? Not at all. No. Usually there's like a huge send off. Yeah, like when yeah. Circuit, when yeah, Circuit City went out, and... what, in 2006 or something? It was a, that was a whole thing. It was very sad. You could go week by week. and How is Radio Shack surviving? They didn't. They went out of business yeah, a while ago. There's still radio shows around. Maybe it's like mm-hmm. an independently owned weird little single yeah. unit. I always hated Radio Shack. Hated it. I loved Radio Shack, but I never went there for the right reasons because the smart people were in there buying diodes and stuff to make things. And I was like, remote control I only car. I went in there to buy something, some weird little piece. And sure enough, I just I was like, I need a thing. And they had a little drawer and they pulled it open. They're like, here you yep. go. That'll be 223. Yep. I'm like, okay. Yep. How do you guys? Yeah. This is not a business they model. Had, no, they didn't. It wasn't a business model, but it was fascinating, and it was a store for smart kids. But they also sold walkie-talkies, which you know the greatest thing ever. Is for Fry's a kid. Foods the same company? No, it's oh, a grocery I store. I understand it's a grocery store, but like it's the same logo. It is it's the same just logo. Guys, I don't know. Radio Shack all permanently mm. closed. Sorry, I didn't realize. I Octogenarian. I still saw some. Did, did, uh, was Radio Shack put out of business by the internet, or did people just lose interest I in making taste, their own electronics? I think people got sick of radios and shacks, and, you know, when you're in the Radio Shack business. Yeah, there's a... Okay, now isn't it weird that Radio Shack a, was the only place... For shacks. Like, it was, an, it was a national chain of stores that sold electronics so you can build your own things, but they were also known for making the world's shittiest things. Like, realistic was always the shittiest. It was just so gross, like, the way that everything was displayed and and put out. Like, they used to have them in the malls. Like, we go to malls, and there would always be one radio check. And you go in there, and you need, like, one plug or something, and you have to, like, wade through all this stuff and ask the guy for help behind the counter. It's just I knew it was over when I went in there one time, and they had, like, the wall of phones and you're like it's over once you start trying to sell like verizon phones in the radio shack you're done yeah yeah i'm kind of nostalgic for radio shack right now though that it was me too it was like the grayest store <laughs> it was red and gray but i also i know that it's been out of business for some time because i'm getting ads on instagram for radio shack t-shirts like where people it's yeah. now vintage uh like, hey, check Dude. it out, a Radio Shack t-shirt. How come no one's jumped on the vintage phone bandwagon, like the little StarTac flip phones, but put modern electronics in them? I'm looking up Fry's stock, and I can't find it, guys. Is it even you a public company? This. Must not. Be. It's not a public company. Can't there be a public company. There's shady about Fry's. Decorating. The, the stockholders wouldn't stand for... For I wasting know. all that money on no, but really we got to turn this one into the the fucking gardens of Babylon. But was it is it like a Middle Eastern, <laughs> like owned company? Because the, at least the ones I went to were almost the one in Orange County was appeared to be. If we every don't make person the Dayton, Ohio Fry's location a a perfect replica of Stonehenge, why are we even selling computers, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> 
They uh, they stopped me from taking pictures in there once, and I I was very pissed off about it. Testing like, out one of their very cameras. very upset. Hey, why are we doing the show like this tonight? That was never explained. Oh my god! Um, because Mike and I um, had a gig today, and it kind of pushed everything that I would normally do on a Tuesday mm-hmm. back. And uh, I wouldn't. I, I mean, I I couldn't even get on the computer until. Almost nine thirty, and then I still have like two hours of stuff. Sounds terrible. After this, and I have to wake mm. up at the crack and drop off the car to get uh, brakes done, and then Atticus and I have to walk like about a mile back to the house. So it's just I, I, everything got stacked could've, up on me. Could have just done it tomorrow or Thursday or Monday. I'm going to the Yosemite tomorrow. That was the first thing I was going to do is see if we could do it tomorrow night in the parking lot. But Mike's going to be in Yosemite, oh, yeah. so but, it was this. But hey, we have good stuff because Mike and I um, had a meeting today. We're going to be shooting some more of that documentary. Last time was at the funeral, and this time is going to be at a faux uh, school. Like it's like a it's like a like a model school, which is just used for open houses to show what a school could look like. I guess it's like a fake school, like a North Korean like type school. And we have full run what? of the place, and it's going to be Mike and I on. Uh, B team, and then the director and his cameraman on A team doing the, uh, dun, the, dun, the Talking dun, Head um, uh, documentary dun, shoot, and we are going to be doing the uh, real B roll, like uh, actual action shots and stuff with um, some kids and like eighteen year old kids, and mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to do two full days. What's we that? are the adults, actually. We're we're the adults, yes. And uh, we had a, uh, a meeting out in Anaheim today, uh, which we both drove to. And, did you see uh, the Anaheim fries? We're going to probably, probably have some story. No, we did drive past a uh, new stadium that neither one of us had ever seen before. And we were kind of blown away that that's mm-hmm. there in L.A. in our own city. We didn't even know that it was there. It's the, the Bank uh, of California oh, Stadium. Yeah. I haven't been inside it, but it's cool we, as uh, hell from the outside. It looks like SoFi. Uh, so, SoFi? It looks like the Fi-Fi? Charger Stadium. What is this? What, what's the Charger Stadium called? The, I don't know, but that one looks cool There's too. There's a lot of like, concerts booked already yeah, at the both Bank of California similar. Stadium. Postponed. But apparently, Postponed. we looked it up. It's it was built primarily for soccer. Yeah, we Football. should go to a Galaxy Football. or a LAFC game there. But here's how busy what? I am, Ty Ty. Here, here's how much got pushed back today. Um, couldn't even go to karate with the boys. Sensei V. Hmm. And Sensei V did not get to see. Uh, uh, myself or Addy, but I do have stories from the last time we went and the time before. Are you getting free karate lessons by being? Yeah, are you are you internalizing a lot of the lessons? Oh, am yeah. I myself? Yeah. Like, are you pretending that you're watching Atticus and then I you're like really the idea like that Sensei V is like, head? well, for an extra ten dollars, you can watch the class, uh, but if you're not going to pay that fee, I need you to stand far enough away that you cannot hear me mm-hmm. and put on headphones. There's many reasons why I chose Sensei V. The, the wife and I chose Sensei V. One of the main reasons why I liked him was on his website. He says we uh, focus on the, the, the young children uh, learning karate. We don't suggest that the parents uh, take the class along with their children. However, if you feel like you cannot watch uh, me giving lessons to your child and control your legs while uh, I am giving the lesson, you two can join in. <laughs> Meaning, like, control your he, legs. He's experienced parents on the sidelines, like, doing the kicks like, along the with head. them. Oh, uh, 
I thought you meant like they were they put on their dancing shoes. So you guys, I'm so happy my son's going to kick some ass. I told you about a few weeks ago where we got paired up with um, the other. He Sensei V calls him the other Karate Kid. He calls Atticus and this other kid who's who kind of he's, ha- looks like I have Atticus. To kind of the same size. V is like, wow, look, it's the Karate Kid, the first one. <laughs> no. No, it wasn't it's like that. I could see how you would too. think that. I could see it's how you would Cobra think Cobra Kai. He, he wanted to talk to me about Cobra Kai and how I should watch it and how it's really good and how none of them actually know how to do karate. And it's obvious that none of them actually take karate lessons, but it's still a really fun show and that I should watch it. And then you he was talking about They don't know how to do karate and you don't know how to act? I, as so someone who has okay. watched all three seasons yeah. of Cobra Kai, I do, I do recommend it. Season one is great. The other two are um, they're entertaining, but yeah. So we got paired up with this uh, with this kid and his dad, and they're the only two not wearing masks. Which I've gotten uh, emails from people from other parts of the country that are shocked that people wear masks outside here in California. And hmm. uh, uh, I responded to both emails. I got two exactly two emails, and uh, I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." The, we wear masks outside when we are face to face and screaming in each other's faces, doing kicks and punches and stuff. It, I know it might be, it might sound crazy, but that's how germs get um, uh, transferred, right? So, yes, it was a little bit disturbing to see this little kid, Atticus's size, trading punches with the bag and going Whoa! each time, not wearing a mask. Like, you know, because we've come this fucking far, and if he gets some, yeah. if he gets the virus and then gives it to me or. Uh, his grandma and, or, or grandfather who have not got the vaccine yet and they die. Yes, that's a really shitty way for them to go out. We don't want to have to so, fold another family photo. Anyway. So the dad <laughs> who looks it's, like it's Garrett like the Dillon. back of Mad Magazine. Anderson's dad is just constantly trying to find strategic ways to fold people out of the pictures. He should get like a frame that's like an accordion. You <laughs> <laughs> just keep the ones. Hey, you know what? It's funny. I'm I'm I was my dad's favorite until my my youngest sister came along and, and then she became his favorite. But I was like my dad's clear cut favorite, and uh, my other siblings were the lucky ones because he focused a lot on me because I was the favorite. Did you ever get folded out of a picture? <laughs> no, no, but those. I got uh, scrutinized. But he would he would he would guys. I was like 13 years old, and my dad would just out of the out of the fucking blue just be like, "You walk really funny, ah. son." You should move your arms more. You should move your arms. People are going to make fun of you at school if you don't move your arms school, you're like, more. That's a good like, thing to plant in somebody's head. Like you're, you're put marching like you're marching a dictator. Yeah. Guys, I'm not kidding. Like two or those... three years. Two or three years, I thought about the way that I walked, especially when I was at school. Yeah. Around Very self-conscious about it. Oh, my God. He was a... yeah. And he's a psychologist, so he knew what he was doing. He was yeah. fucking with me. Up. You're going to find... He wasn't a psychologist. I think people I know what they're doing. I think you're going to find a, a, a treatise he was writing about about like fucking with your children <laughs> like doing tests on them that would almost make me respect it but not quite so we got paired up with a uh, little the other uh karate kid to uh non-mask and his dad uh who's flat biller guy uh looks like garrett dillahunt if you know the actor and um not wearing a mask and then the following week they show Wait, up again the sensei guy doesn't tell them to put on their fucking mask no, since that guy does yell at people who are smoking within 30 yards of we're in a giant open park. It's like 
it's a giant park. Yeah. And, you know, people are walking by smoking and stuff. And Sensei yells. <laughs> which I think is funny. But I, yell, I think he hey, should take bro, some, some of the mask responsibility and be like, put on your fucking mask, you idiot. So next week, you the following moron. week. Or the following God, session. Man, this is just making me infuriated now. The following session, uh, Karate Kid 2 and his dad, show, Garrett Dillahunt, show up. And this time, his dad is, is, is Garrett Dillahunt is wearing a mask that is beyond N95. It's like something that you see mm-hmm. for like, you know, like a custom auto body painting. You know, like it's got like almost like it's almost like he's doing it to be a dick. You know, it's a it's a giant mask. I saw yeah. a guy. Zon. Is the kid wearing a mask? I saw a guy at no. Starbucks a couple months yeah. ago that had. It was it was like a CPAP machine. It was just a little thing over his nose, and then it came down and a little like thing around his mouth, and then it had two tubes off the back that then connected to something behind him. It looked crazy. Well, he probably has like a lung. No, condition. it was. It, he was like so, he put it on when he got out of the car. He was like a Huntington Beach rich guy. So Garrett Dillon, he goes no mask to mask to like the big ass mask to the following session no mask, and this time Garrett Dillon and I have a picture to, I can show you guys in person. He's, so Sensei's in front, all right? There's 10 kids aged from like four. Atticus is the youngest one there up to like 12, 13, right? They're all in a line and they're all they're, they're following Sensei. Sensei is about 10 yards in front of them doing it. Garrett Dillahunt, flat biller guy, not wearing a mask this time. He's walking around behind Sensei into the side of Sensei and talking as loud as Sensei is. As Sensei is counting in Japanese, telling the kids what to do he's talking into his phone and you can hear him saying things like this no yeah no i'm at karate right now and he's rivaling what sensei is saying and i'm thinking what the fuck is going on right now why is this guy doing this if this doesn't end in sensei kicking that guy's ass sensei says nothing to this guy sensei uh comes over to this guy when this guy says come over here sensei you got to see my kid's killing it right now he, he's just killing it Sensei comes over and goes, yeah, yeah, he's doing a really good job. Killing what? He was doing the the punches very good, I guess. And he's very focused. The kid's very focused. So it's fighting sense, this right? guy. I hate this no, guy. No, wait, wait, wait. I'm not there yet. This is it's so bizarre. So there's an energy between this guy and I, right? Like there's an energy yeah. because this guy, I already told you that he told me that I need to get Atticus in commercials and then he can set me yeah. up with agents yeah. that have been doing it for 30 years. And I said, okay, cool, man. And then I see him, and we get there, we get there early, right? And so we're both there, kind of wandering around, but we don't say each other anything to each other because he's he's reading my body language, which is me turning my back and walking away from where he is, right? Wow, not saying how hello did he pick or anything. Up that subtle. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. It's great. It's it's great being an asshole. Like when, when in situations did like you this, walk away. Really, this, this did is like you the fringe benefits. Your arms not moving very much. Walked away, <laughs> like uh, did you pull Mom out Shannon. a Polaroid and fold it and show it to him where he's folded out. <laughs> So he's doing this a lot, right? All right, it's the end of the lesson, which, by the way, guys, Tyler, I don't know if you've experienced this yet, but I have not felt like the the desire for a lesson to end. I have not felt this in years because I have not been a part of, like, any kind of structure like this in years. And I'm just, like, looking at the clock going, when the fuck is it? Atticus is having the time of his life, so I'm happy for him, but I'm not really enjoying myself out in the cold park around, like, uh, you know, these, these kids. And Atticus is, I hate to say it, but he's the youngest, and he's kind of, like, the least coordinated out there right now. You know, he's, he's, he can't focus on anything. He's, he sees a squirrel and like, that's all he can look at. It's just the fucking, and, the, and we call this park squirrel park. There's nothing but fucking squirrels at this park. So he's constantly distracted. So anyways, I'm, I'm watching the clock. It's finally over. And sensei says his magic words of this is how you end. Hoshay. 
It's, it's not what you say, but it's something like that. No say? I forget. I don't know. And uh, so we're, we're, we're about to leave. And then he snatched a squirrel off a branch and snapped its neck. I don't think Sensei likes me either. Oh, I didn't even tell you guys this part. Now, this is yes. the worst part of all. Lay it on me. Oh, fuck. Here we go. <laughs> so Sensei and I have weird energy now, too, right? Because um, I understand there's a lot of respect that goes in a dojo. We're not in the dojo. We're in the park Joe, right? Because we're, we're, yep. we can't be in the dojo. The dojo shut the down. Right now. So I don't know what the – so he's constantly like yelling at one kid and saying, you can't do that. You got to do this. You know how it is. When we're in the dojo, you know, it's just because we're in the park doesn't mean you don't get to act like different. Like you act like we're in the par- in the dojo. He's very, very respectful and very, like, you know, serious. He's a serious guy. Came home, told Jillian that he was doing so good. And they have this, he has this thing where, like, you do the first month's worth of lessons for a dollar, right? So it's it's twice a week for a dollar. I feel kind of bad because, like, Attic's getting a lot out of it. He's out there. Jillian says, oh, you should at least tip him for his time. <laughs> hmm. So at the end of the second lesson that we ever did, I go up to him kind of nonchalantly. Oh. And I'm like, hey, I just want to thank you very much for... You know, and I and I try and hand him, hand him like a folded up twenty dollar bill, and he just God. looks at me like, "No, that's not how you. No, what? No, I you don't have to. No." And I'm like, "Oh, well, I just you know, I just want to show you that you know we're not. You know, I, I, we appreciate what you're doing, and you know, because yeah, you, if you want to do it, you sign up, you, you uh, sign up. You don't just give me that. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, and it's uh, been weird with him ever since. Like it's been wow. really weird. With him ever since. And it was you Jillian's might as well idea. Snapped and his like, bonsai tree in half, you asshole." <laughs> I know. I'm talking to them about how I, I tried to give Sensei twenty dollars, and I think that it went poorly. <laughs> Jillian thinks that I'm overthinking it, but I overthink things sometimes. I didn't overthink this. This is like he's he's different with me. So back to flat bill guy, right? Which is the the real problem here. Uh, he's doing the thing where he's like walking behind Sensei and, and talking, uh, uh, rivaling Sensei, and you can hear him saying numerous times, "Yeah, yeah, no, no karate." No, I'm at my kid's karate. I, I don't know. I'm trying to recreate the scene. <laughs> I just got yelled at. <laughs> Night, honey. I love you. So, but, you know, there's no communication between he and I. And it's funny because I'm like a hovering parent behind. And like Atticus is not doing, he's not watching Sensei. He's watching a squirrel, not really doing what he's supposed to be. So I'll get up behind him and I'll like move his arms and tell him, you know. And there's another parent who does it with her daughter. We're like, Atticus, like, they're like marionettes we're like the puppet masters. He's going way over the top with the making sure his kid feels comfortable with how his so, arms are, are hanging. Flat Bill guy and I have had zero interaction this entire session. And yeah. the last time was the time that he was telling, you know, Atticus is a character. He should be in commercials and, and you know, let me know. No communication. None. Cold shoulder in him when we first got there. You he, should try tipping picking up on, I think he's picking up on it. <laughs> Guys... <laughs> Just I'm hoping that I become this guy's friend. Palmed and just put it in his hand. No explanation. I'm, I'm seriously. That could be hoping, such an insulting thing to do that I love it. I'm hoping that I become friends with this guy because stranger things have happened. I, I've become friends with people that I absolutely like hate at first. Mike, I didn't like you at first. Like you were trying what? to like pick him up on, on, my, on my girlfriend of the time. And I thought you were a total. I, I disliked you is. very much. I hope that I can become friends with this guy so I can get some answers because I want to say like, what mm-hmm. were you? What were you thinking, doing, acting the way you've been acting? The lesson's over. Uh, Flat Bill guy comes up to me, direct to me, and he's like, yo, yo, dude. He's like, he's like my age, guys, and he talks like this still. 
You got to get on this app. Yo, I pay my rent with this app. I just made $100, you know, and it's just, and he shows me and there's like a bunch of boxes and it's like a social media app and there's a bunch of people and there's like, it's not hearts, but like sparkly things are happening. And he's like, people just love it. And you know what? You go through me. Make sure you go through me though. I'll get you out. He tells me the name of the app. He goes, go through me and I'll get you lit. I'll get you lit on this app. I'm like, all right, cool, man. Thanks. And then he takes his kid and he walks away. What I think is that I'm so glad I don't have kids and have to deal with other parents. Wait, what was this? This is the kind of my first thing that he did that made a hundred. My first, like, my first, uh, like, kind of like this is what it's going to be like to. I don't get to choose my friends with a kid anymore. Like, it's going to be whatever his friends, the parents of his friends are going to be my friends, and. I don't know how I'm going to do because I'm already having hey, problems. By the way, Big both problem. of you guys are getting a huge break right now with not having to go to every kid's birthday party every single weekend. I know. I feel so like, bad. I've heard, I've heard parents complain about from my entire life, which is every single weekend is taken up with birthday party on Saturday, birthday party on Sunday. Next week, two birthday parties on Saturday. But did you see Atticus today? Did you? I, maybe you didn't pick up on it, but like he was so excited to sit in the car for close to two hours one way. Because I told him that there was going to be a little girl there who he was going to play with when we get to Rand's house, which was very far away. He was very good the whole way there. He asked yeah. me tons of questions. We get yeah. there. She wasn't there. She was at Grandma's uh. house. And he was like, oh. And he, he sat in her room and played by himself with her toys like he does here all day. And he's like, maybe next time she'll be here. It was fucking – it broke my oh. heart. Like, he just wants to play with other kids, and he can't. He just can't. Yep. Fuck. So I gotta I gotta go hang out with you and Zach soon because um, the boy yeah, needs man. it. We're here. Well, Zach Zach's in, Zach's yeah. in school. <laughs> He's not in here. He's not there. He's in school. Hey, somebody talked me into downloading this app called. Citizen. Oh yeah, I've got it. I've got Are it. You yeah. familiar with it? So in my neighborhood right now, I got a trash fire. I got two men <laughs> fighting, natural gas leak, a second trash fire, and a vehicle. Is the trash fire right our now. show? Oh my god! Garbage, it is. It says garbage, after dump, disaster dumpster. going so, out live. <laughs> I downloaded it recently. I, I, I knew about this app, and when we lived in our place in Pasadena, although we were in a very nice area, we were also, like, there was, close like, to the shit. Uh, yeah, like, it was where a lot of the, the surrounding area, like, people with uh, homeless people or people with mental illness would get, uh, you know, taken to the Huntington Hospital and then released after 24 hours, and they would usually kind of end up in our, in our little area. Um, so there was always lots of kind of, like, did you ever go up to any of them and say, "Hey, have you ever heard of Skid Row? Like that's your, that's no, your I, uh, I, I just, zip code. What is zip code? The, oh, the the Skid Row zip code is like should be an insult on the on the playground. What? You know what? You know what I mean? I think you're I'm right. from nine zero two one zero. Where are you from? Nine one three four four. That sounds kind of mean. Oh, it's very mean, but it's playground shit. Anyways, I had to stop Sorry. checking that app because there was too many like. There's far more gang activity happening around in the area than I expected, as well as just other stuff. I was like, I don't need to know that like everyone's getting broken into around here, so I deleted it. Which is, I'm not sure if that's it's very the like um, ostrich in the sand situation. So then when we moved here to Tahunga, I intentionally did not download it for the first like couple months because like I don't want to know that I just sunk my life's money into this thing and that there's like murders happening like all around me or something. So I only just downloaded it like three weeks ago, and the first the like the first or second night I had the app, there was something reported like a three a.m. brawl at the corner of my street. 
like south. Wow. And, but it's like nice down there. And so I was like, oh no. So I go to the comments. There's three comments. It was two guys clearly having like a drunk fight or something at three in the morning. The first comment said, uh, like, well, what do you expect in the ghetto? And then the next comment was from someone saying, actually, that area is nice. And then the third comment <laughs> was someone just saying, hey, <laughs> who's trying to play Call of Duty? <laughs> Like he, he put his gamer <laughs> tag in. It's just someone he just used it as an opportunity to try to make, get someone to squad up with him in Call of Duty. Well, you know what? I'm I I don't look at this app very often, but I just looked at it, and once you keep scrolling, some of them become di- very disturbing. Like the assault ones could be anything, but then I found phone snatched by. A group uh, there was a phone charger eight point one miles from stolen here. at knife point about two miles away from me. Phone charger. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So wow. I just looked up Citizen. I was going to download it because uh, I, I don't really use apps anymore. I, I just cleared my phone. Of Bro, so this app's going to get you lit, need. dude. But you can pay but, your rent uh, with it. Any, any uh, app that will get me lit. But uh, I got sidetracked with Police Scanner, and I was very excited yeah. to have Police Scanner. But now they want money from me. They won't even let me Citizen. further. Yeah, police scanner was great Citizen for a while. Citizen will show you like the a lot of times you can hear the either the fire department call or the police department call when they respond to whatever the thing is. I got to hear the the fire department up the street when they put out a, a little a car fire. They're like, "Yeah, we got a knockdown," which means which means it's 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 kaput. I was like, "That's pretty cool, firefighters." Just another knockdown. Cancel two twenty. Cancel two twenty. All right, I'm doing this, Citizen. Pretty sweet. It's better than uh, next door, where it's just a bunch of people like, "Oh, there's a black man trying to uh, sell things Wait, in my neighborhood." Next door, should I get that one? That's like you can see all. You can like, you can kibitz, so you kibitz with all the people one. in your neighborhood. Ooh, you may I don't grab know. ass. This is... You're gonna this find is, the first uh... post. A man keeps trying to feed and steal my cat. <laughs> How about this? So, someone was just um. Assaulted with a bat. Oh my god! Me. Let's see yeah. what I've got. The natural gas leak uh, is the one that's freaking me out the most. My buddy's uh, brother. He he's actually a three striker, so he's in jail for good unless they over. I guess they might overturn that. They're talking about overturning that. Anyways, I really like this guy. He was hilarious, and he was already two striker, and he was on parole, and they were going to fuck somebody up. Him and his friends who were his fellow gang members and they're walking down the street uh he had a baseball bat and the cop pull up and he's on parole and if he gets caught with a deadly weapon he's fucked and they're like uh and throw him up against the car and, or what's the baseball bat all about and he's like oh, i'm on my way to a softball game and he made up he made up the location the name of the team all this shit and they just couldn't verify any of it oh. so he ended up a man down the, the street this afternoon uh robbed some things from a goodwill with an exacto knife that's wow that's, wait like he used that as a weapon like that he was armed uh, that's real desperate i mean times. a bunch of people took over some airplanes with a exacto knife so you know you can get a you can do a lot with them it was a box cutter that was a it's box like cutter much thing. bigger blade than an exacto knife nah, one's for sloppy one's for a very like a mm. particular type of craftsman i went to san diego this weekend i just had to kick a guy's ass what if okay. I just... That was it. How'd it go? 
Where'd you go to? Uh, I was in Chula Vista, the beautiful, the beautiful mean streets of Chula Vista, and then uh, I was in La Mesa. Uh, a a man on a Facebook Asuzu group went to a junkyard for me and pulled a bunch of stuff off of an Amigo that I needed. So now oh. I've got. Now oh, how'd that work a out? Soft top. I've got a a full soft top, and I've got a bikini top, and it's it's tasty. Yeah, very nice. Very nice very man nice. gave me two. A- oh, Anderson Cowan joined Citizen. Tap to connect. Oh my god! The very first thing that I get is child locked in car, four hundred feet away. Four hundred feet. You can go save fuck? that kid. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta yes. go. You gotta take care what of business, time? man. Get what out time? there. You you can be as also you can be a stringer on this app. You can if the thing's happening nearby, you can go and film it, and it'll show up on the thing, and people will watch it and give you like likes. Wait, maybe that was just an example because now. It's oh, oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. It starts with a. It starts with a. Oh, yeah. I was excited to go break a window. God damn it! Anyways, all right. Yeah, so uh, ahead, Zach and I, uh, Zach, I and I Zach and I, Zach and I took a road trip down to San Diego. Loud lips. and uh, it was a delight, Zach. It was like the first trip where he was kind of like old enough to like kind of just hang out and chat a little bit, which was very enjoyable. Um, also, <laughs> this wasn't on the trip, but the other day, Zach, <laughs> we were driving around and out of nowhere tells chimes in from the backseat. But when I'm grown up, I'll still need you to tell me when to get out of the shower. We're like, what? He's like, I won't know when to get out. That's pretty We're cute. Like, you just get out when you're That's done. That's pretty cute. <laughs> For sure you'll know when you're paying the water bill. Oh, yeah, they do these water bills. Ridiculous. But, yeah, this guy, the guy down in San Diego, he uh, um, he definitely had a, a stop the steal vibe to him, but <laughs> we, we, we didn't talk politics. Uh he gave Good me like thing. I mean he he gave me a bunch of extra stuff that he wasn't using for his amigo. He spent two hours with me showing me how to install like the soft top. He went back to the junkyard on Sunday to pull another thing for me that he didn't realize I didn't have, um, and because I couldn't go in with Zach, so he went for me and then met me uh, somewhere else to give me the stuff. And uh, yeah, it was delightful. What a weird little corner of the world I'm. You couldn't go to the junkyard with your son you, because he he's has too to be young? six year older to go in the junkyard. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had no idea. Lawsuits. What a bum deal did, that is. I, did I tell you I went to the junkyard like three weeks ago? No, I, I want to go to a junkyard. Like, it's at the tippity top of my list you of can things just go. I want to do. It's $3. Junkyard. Or at least the, the one that I went to. It's $3 and you just go in. And I found it to be very peaceful. I was just walking around kind of listening to <sighs> listening to a podcast and just you just open whatever cars you want and just peek inside and a lot of cars just have people's stuff yeah. just left inside them. It's kind of like you're just rummaging through cars in a parking lot. Uh, I got to get to a junkyard, man. I got to get to you a You know junkyard. what's more peaceful is having $3 in my pocket and not being surrounded mm. by junk. That's pretty peaceful. Mm. For me, anyways. What a yeah, buzzkill you are. I'm fun. sorry. I'm just saying for me. Get off the Citizen app and talk to us. Junkyards uh, are great. I can report user. No, I don't want to report user. All right, cool. All right, we're friends now, Tai Tai. I'm on Citizen and Ted. Ted, Ted. I do want to know what this app is that I can make a hundred dollars on. With the sparkles. All right, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go. Uh, peeps, pretty bad okay. skis. Where are we at? Where are we uh, at, kids? An hour. I'm not. 
I'm excited about the next academic disaster that uh, that Mike said. I didn't read it, so I that's because I wanted to be a I wanted to be a surprise really? to me. Oh no, they didn't say where it was, and I had to dig really really Citra? far oh, to I, figure I, I out where that was. Well, the reason I found Francisco? it was because somebody, yeah, somebody had a poster uh, from the original place, and I thought the poster was mesmerizing, so I Googled it and read about the history, and it was friggin' incredible. I don't know really anything about it. I need a, I need a root canal, and I, uh, I can't find the time to go get one done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's stupid. And every time I breathe in, it hurts. Every time I drink, Anderson, anything, you gotta, it hurts. you gotta, you gotta move some shit. And yeah. Go get that taken care of before it go. becomes infected. No, it, what happened was I went in for an issue that I didn't even know was a problem because I go to see the dentist on a regular basis, and I went in for like they're like, oh yeah, and you need a filling, so they did the filling, and it was a pain in the ass, and it was hard to get to. And then I went home, and uh, my jaw was sore as usually is the case after you get a filling done, whatever, right? And uh, it was the next day, and I'm, I'm having some coffee and. I, hurts like shit and then i'm drinking and i call them up they're like oh yeah i guess you need a root canal then I'm like, but we did the filling i mean i paid for the filling i sat through the yeah. filling and so i mean it's it's not gonna it's not like there's decay in there it's just i guess been compromised and now i just have pain so yeah i had the same situation a long long time ago same thing filling and then something cold hit yeah. it and i was just like Wah! yeah every time to the point like, where oh, i breathe in canal. It, well, it's the same. The if you ever get your appendix taken out, they make it real clear that they don't know if this is really what it is. And you're I, like, huh? They're like, yeah, we don't know. They might take I like, out your I like spleen the, by the like how the appendix no. is like the last thing that doctors are still like old timey Wild West doctors about. They're like, well, I don't know. We'll take yeah. this out. Yeah. I do the trick. No, they told me at Cedars. They told me they made it real, 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 real clear that we th- we think it's your appendix. We won't know till we take it out if the pain goes away. And I went, what is it for? And they're like, we don't know. <laughs> That's what we, we call the appendix. No, isn't it to like uh, take on infection and like it fills up with infection? Like it's kind of like a stopgap. Like, well, let's put the infection over there. Put like the bad germs over there. I but then if know. it gets too many, kind of like the spleen. Like, like we, we can... found another academic disaster. I feel like if you are really dedicated to like, you know, like let's say you're a sprinter and you want to like. You get everything taken out. Every, uh, you get yeah, everything you, you don't need. I can take out of my kidneys, my spleen, my appendix. Yep, your balls. Take it you all. Might well, talking. You, might well, you might as well take out the penis. They're if talking the about silver and gold. What? 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 Okay, guys. I don't know what's going on. Um, I, I set up for yeah. scanner. And I it's sending me notifications. So apparently I wasn't paying attention. I said, sure. And uh, it's Jackson City Police and Fire Jackson County. It's recording me. What? We got a knockdown. And there was an ad for there was an ad for uh, a law firm called Flying Cross. Can you send me that number? <laughs> All right, I need to get uh, this app fucking to back off immediately. Sorry, guys. That that terrified me. I thought it was calling nine one one Jacksonville City Police. Okay. All right, uh, we guys. can't go yet because no one knows what show we're listening to. 
Hey, welcome to After Disaster. I'm Anderson. It was in my garage, now in my kitchen. Terrible connection. Apologies all around. Uh, that's um, Ty Ty to my top right. There's Mike Carano to my bottom right, yawning big time. Uh, Mike's going to go see some fire uh, slip off the, the, the edge of a uh, precipice off I of hope. a mountain Let, tomorrow. I, I hope. I'm not sure if it's a federal crime or something, but Mike tried to get me to buy him a very sharp knife today. Did you really Did you Mike? see the chat? I I don't think I've seen the chat yet. When where would it's I have the seen that chat? Same one where you asked us if we could do nine and then nine fifteen, or no? I said nine. Whatever. Was that really at yeah. Harbor Freight? Oh wait, I saw your picture of like yeah. a bunch of knives. Mike, yeah. said, Mike asked you to one buy one of those. <laughs> Mike, oh, we didn't uh, do. We need to do at least um, uh, one second or two seconds um, uh, of silence uh, for Rush. <laughs> and there it was. Okay, we've paid our respects, Rush. I mean, he was a fellow broadcaster, guys. Let's give him some some respect. Rush is gone. You got a point. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's no longer with us. And uh, yeah, well, at least he got his Presidential Medal of Freedom on the way out. Yep, yep, yep. Tip of the cap to a guy that played happy, joyous music and read the names of people who died from AIDS. Ugh. Did he really do that? Yep, he sure did. Uh, shock value. Hey, he's a political shock guy. My dad was back to my dad one last time. It's funny because my dad was, you know, he's fairly liberal. He was. He read the L.A. Times. <laughs> oh, I, he lip. went along with what he read. <laughs> he went along with what he read. But I mean, he voted for Reagan. I think twice. So you know, he's that guy. But uh, he it's he the would gipper. he would he was fairly liberal. He hated Rush Limbaugh, hated him, and he loved the Steelers, loved them. And he was so upset that, that Rush Limbaugh also loved his beloved Steelers. And it just drove it, – it caused such a, an issue in his – he brought it up all the time. And he, and he, and he has, like, Steeler – the terrible towel is, like, around his microphone, and, and that's my team. I hate him, and that's my team. It's got – it is I, funny though. Like people you absolutely hate can like the same things you like, yeah. and it just makes you yeah. got to drive a little bit crazy it. too. That Russia's name gets said multiple times every quarter during a football game. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't. Yeah, he'd have to pretty, think pretty, pretty. Yeah, the pretty same well. name as a really popular band from Canada. Yeah, the 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 the, the running back doesn't uh, you know have to try to get away from the rushing defense. I don't know. I'm a big football guy, as you can tell. Yeah. But, you know, overall, pretty glad he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so suck it. Suck pretty, it, Rush Limbaugh. Pretty glad. Okay. All right. Suck it, you pile well, what, of The shit. reason why I even brought it up, guys, is I've been doing a little um, D&D and uh, trying to uh, figure out Down how to do dragons. Um, due diligence. And, uh, Dicks and dildos? And and there's a void now. There's a niche that Dumb needs to be filled. Now that Rush is gone, and I was thinking, hey, we all know how to talk into a microphone. You know we what? all know politics really well. God damn it. Let's Welcome fill... to the EIB Network. I'm my formerly nicotine-stained fingers. Okay, I'll tell you one thing about Rush, Rush Limbaugh that was fascinating was he was truly the master of the dead air. No, Lycus was. I think Rush Limbaugh did it first. Rush Limbaugh would leave the microphone open and just leave you hanging there for five, six, seven seconds. He was good at that. (laughs) 
Eight. We're better. We're better. We're yeah. better. We're the new Rush Limbaugh. We're the new Rush Limbaugh, except for we're not racist and we're not, you know. Uh, hey, we're the progressive Rush Limbaugh. Yep. Come on over. We're progressive. Just don't listen we're to our old racist. shows, please. We don't. What? <laughs> our old shows are. are, um, are They're are, a reflection are the of thing. the men we have grown to not be anymore. Uh, no, hey, we just made lots of jokes and we spoke frankly and, and made, we, we were just like, plus it was a different time. And, and Mike and I had a bit of a, a philosophical conversation about this earlier today, which I would love to get into, but uh, that's for another time, another, mm. another show. Good thing. Cause I've heard of Casey and Finnegan. The listeners. Something Casey and Finnegan. And gave them whatever the fuck this episode was. Hey, we talked about air, <laughs> air, air travel. We talked about a bunch we of good did. shit on this episode. I think. We, by the way, we said D and D. I feel like we should do it after Zester Dungeons and Dragons. We should get we do should get someone to dungeon like master for us. Fifteen sided dice. You know what? I would. Do I've that. never I've done never it. Done I've it. always wanted to. I haven't gone pee in like twenty minutes, and I got to go. Okay. Bye, kids. Thanks for listening. Thanks for Don't making forget, uh, support I, of your week. We're the new Rush Limbaugh. We let's are the new Rush Limbaugh. Let's keep all three of us updated on the, the best things that happen on Citizen App around us. Let's see who gets the worst crime. Okay. Let's the see who gets the worst crime between now and next show. Okay. Right. It has to, I'll go it out has and commit a crime pretty so sure, I can win. Pretty it has sure to Mike's be within uh, f- four miles or less. Okay. okay. All right. I'm into it. Right, I'm into it. Bye. All right, you guys. Nope. Are you going to send me this file? Yes. Okay. I'm I'm going to bed. Good night.